Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Everybody and welcome to episode 117 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host, Mr. Brian Mariah Carey, Christmas Song Galloway. How are you oh. doing, sir? Feliz Navidad to all the Spoonies out there. And hello, Evan. How are you? And Mariah Carey. Oh, my God. I don't know what I did to deserve that, but oh, my God, that could be... It's got to be one of the worst things to ever call anybody. You could, there's probably even a lot of a lot more curse words you could have called me that would have been better than calling me Mariah Carey. But that's okay. I'll have to figure out a bad one for you. Um, anyway, no, I'm, this is uh, it's that time of year. It's Christmas. It's it's getting cold. It's uh, chestnuts roasting on the open fire, and uh, I'm really happy about what we're going to talk about tonight. So, a quick Christmas aside, you know, the, the chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I, I was in the car with Emily and, and I said, Emily, you know, the song was playing on the radio. I forgot what artist it was, probably Nat King Cole, you know, one of the classics or something. And, and I said, Emily, what do you know the name of this song? I was, I knew what it was, of course. And I was asking her, I said, just, you know, it's a classic, right? Do you know the name? And she was like, no, I don't. I said, this is the name of the song is the Christmas song. And she was like, no way. And I was like, yeah. So she had to like touch the, the stereo to see what it was called. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is called the Christmas song. When I learned that, I was like, what an original name, the Christmas song. So anyways, yes. Transitioning from the Christmas talk into what we're talking about today, which is more Christmas. So Brian, thanks for coming up with this idea for the show. You know, we've been doing this for a little while and we do talk about Christmas around Christmas time. And, and, Christmas at the parks is probably one of the prettiest things to experience. Uh, it's one of the best times of year as far as temperature goes, going from like November into like February, something like that. It's a little bit cooler at night. It can sometimes even get chilly with that humidity mixed with the cool air. It's getting to your bones. So, you you know, a lot of times bring jackets, that kind of stuff. Um, wasn't here to really give tips on what to bring or what to wear, but that's a good little tip of advice because it can get a little chilly sometimes. But we are also here to talk about some of our favorite ways to celebrate break Christmas at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, something else, Brian, you know, it's interesting. I think you have this is a it's hard to find a four month block period that is can be the most busiest time of the year and the least busiest time of the year, which is November, December, busiest time of the year into January, February can be some of the the slowest times of the year and some of the off weeks of January and February, but it's a great time of the year to go. Well, yeah, because you, you see a different version of the park and, and it, the transformation, which makes Disney very unique compared to other parks. And I will tell you, one of the things I always say is that nobody, nobody does Christmas like Disney. And it's, you could say what you want, fifth Avenue in New York and other places, it's not, there's nothing like the way Disney does Christmas because they change everything. They, it's, it's a transformation and uh, it's just, you feel, you feel it all over the place and I just love it. I wish I could do it more often. Um, it, it is an amazing thing. Yeah. That's a good, um, kind of, you know, test to put something up against. And you know, it was interesting that you just brought that up. You know, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about Christmas in New York and beautiful, right? I mean, scene of countless Christmas movies, countless Hallmark Christmas movies, whatever, you know, the big city decorated for Christmas. But, you know, you could, in an expedited way, see the majority of the Christmas things that New York has to offer some of the highlights in a day, maybe a day and a half, you know? Hitting all the hot spots, maybe you know, just all that kind of stuff. Correct, correct. You could spend a lot of days doing some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, um, especially 
depending on how much time you have and want to put to this, you could easily go for a vacation to experience Christmas at Walt Disney World and it be a multi-day long celebration. And we're just going to add to the pot some of our favorite things. Um, It's almost like we're doing our favorite things episode uh, and we're going to give away, you know, cars and homes and <laughs> merchant no, I wish we could no, I, wish I wish we, we could, could give those away too but it, yeah we could uh, no we we're giving be... away nuggets of information not nuggets Chick-fil-A of nuggets information. Yes. Nuggets, nuggets of information, information for Christmas um, it is it is a you know again did, no, nobody does Disney like uh, Christmas like Disney no one does Disney like Christmas no no one does, no <laughs> I love that though no one does Christmas like Disney that's that's my that's, that's true my I mean that's that's, that's exactly true yeah. It's, it, and now, so, again, so here, here's the one thing you just, you know, we talked about New York and I, I, I'm from New Jersey. I go to New York all the time. I'm actually going to be in New York tomorrow. Um, and it, New York does Christmas very well. Uh, but you know what? I will take the Wilderness Lodge Christmas tree over Rockefeller Center. And people could shoot me for that. But I'm telling you, I, I, I think it's a better tree. So that's just me. Um, you know, we'll talk, we'll, we're going to talk about our, our, you know, maybe our top five favorite things that we like about Christmas in the, the parks. But I also want to give you one caveat, Evan. Um, a couple of years ago, we decided to go to Walt Disney World for Christmas, spend Christmas night and day there, mm, which yeah. a lot of people had told us they it was cool to do. And we did it and we figured we, we, it was just happened to be that year because of family switching moving it wasn't going to be like the normal christmas so we say you know what let's go do this something different we have never done something like that so we 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 drove and um we went down and um i got a, i had a friend of mine um get me a pre-order a christmas tree for us and i put it in our room and we had we were at we stayed at old key west and uh it was really cool and i have to tell you I enjoyed it. Now, could I do this all the time? No, because I miss my family. Like that would be the only thing. But mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that part of it, that we didn't get to spend our holidays with the family, I thought it was really cool. We had a we had a wonderful time, and um, it's a, it's it's a great memory, and it's something that I'll I'll never give up. And we could talk about it more later. But uh, there are there are some things that um that I took from that that it would be very different because I just never thought anybody, like, I always go, I was like, who would, who would actually go there for a big, a major holiday like that? But let me tell you something. First of all, there was a lot of people there. And second of all, um, it was cool and they did it very well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I, I want to go so bad and it's just not going to happen for a long time because we have so much family here, but uh, you know, Brian, I'm not talk to you about this, but we, we need to have, um, my buddy, Big Dave, who is actually one of our very, if not very first guests on our podcast at the trip report. He has the Big Dave's Money and Marriage podcast. Um, he is uh, our good friend that goes on a lot of Disney trips in the year, just like we do. But he is actually going on a cruise. The, he's leaving the day after Christmas and coming back the 30th. Oh, wow. So we'll have him on after his cruise and talk about it because he's also, I think they spent Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken, at Disney World as well. But he has spent a lot of holidays at Disney. So it would be kind of cool to have him on after his cruise to talk about his cruise and also, you know, holidays at Disney. Because you're right, a, a lot of people take time to go and spend holidays at Christmas. I had a cast member tell me one time, we were actually there for New Year's Eve. We've, we've been there for New Year's Eve twice. Um, I can't remember if it was last year's New Year's Eve that we maybe went or the year before. Um, but then we've went one other time, which was actually, I think, one of the first times I was at Disney, I went on New Year's Eve. And a cast member told me that's the busiest holiday of the entire year. Or the busiest day at any of the parks is going to be New Year's Eve. So it's an incredibly busy time of the year. However, it is an incredibly uh, beautiful time to be there. Families love going just for what you mentioned. And um, yeah, so let's let's break this down. We're going to talk about our top five favorite things. And I will have to go ahead and admit that mine are a little bit trendy. But they're still really good things to do. And I think they can't be missed. And I've lumped maybe some of the stuff you'll say all into one. So I don't know, Brian, you start this. I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay. excited no, no to kind problem. of see what we're going to come up so, with. So, okay. So I'm going to tell you my, my favorite 
my favorite thing to do at Christmas in Disney because it gets me in the spirit is to go look at the decorations, especially the trees. And I, I think the resorts have the best trees. I'm sorry um, that, you know, I, I don't, I don't even think there's a contest that the resorts have the best trees. Um, yep. Obviously wilderness lodge, grand Floridian, the dolphin. Um, there's some amazing trees. There's am- amazing trees. Just go, you go all over. I mean, just check them out. Cause they're, they're just, every resort has a tree art of animation, um, they all have trees and they're all good. There's not, there's not one that I have seen that's bad. Um, it, it, they just go out of their way to make very unique, very special trees. And I love that. But besides the trees, some of the resorts have extra decorations. They have extra things like obviously Grand Floridian has the gingerbread house and it is probably the biggest one that they've ever had now. Um, for, it's it's actually interesting this year. It's a it's a lot darker than the previous years, but that's cool. Um, but it's even bigger than it was the previous years, and they do a great job there. That's a, that's you know I I, I kind of get on the Grand Floridian a lot because it's kind of stuffy, but at Christmas time they do a good job there. So so it is definitely worth going to see. I think the Beach Club has the the carousel made out of chocolate and candy, and it um, represents the princesses. It's just a really really good uh, yacht club has a really, really cool diorama. I mean, I'm just, I can go on and on. They, they do a great job. They make sure they're unique. They require you to go, to go see them all because you really can't just say, oh, I just, I just went to the Polynesian and saw their tree. It was great. Yeah, but did you go to this one? No, I didn't. You know, you want to go see them all. And exact, exactly what you said, Evan, at the beginning, you could spend, you, you could actually come to Disney during the holidays and spend three days and not even go to the parks and still oh, enjoy yeah. it and still enjoy it. Absolutely. I so have, that's my number. Um, that's my, that's my favorite. My favorite is to go to the resorts and see the trees. I just, I look forward to it. I, any chance I can get, I do it. And it's just, it's one of my, one of my favorite things. So three of my items and one of my honorable mentions are all non-park items to do. Uh, and yours was one of them on my list. So that was one of my five visiting the trees at the resorts and other resort decor. So, and I want to, you know, highlight one of the things you said is that I think that Wilderness Lodge has the the most beautiful classic Christmas tree. But don't sleep on all of the other resorts, like Brian was saying, and the things that they have. I mean, even the Swan and Dolphin. Remember, Brian, they have yeah. really eclectic and unique trees. Pop Century, Art of Animation that you've mentioned, uh, Caribbean Beach. They have, I mean, just the interesting trees, and they're all worth seeing for their day. We actually... I think did an episode just talking about the different yes. trees early so on. You could, you could, that's uh, why you but, could take days. With going yeah, through. absolutely. You know, going in and, you know, just restaurants like going and eating at Whispering Canyon and having the big tree right there next to you. I mean, eating kind of, you're pretty much eating holiday food, having a good time with family right there next to the tree, fireplace burning. I mean, you can't get more Christmas feeling than that. And so anyways, that was, that's going to lead me into one that's on my list. So that one was also on my list, but I also want to mention the Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs. This is something fairly new that was introduced a couple to a few years ago. And there are, I think around 20 themed Christmas trees. And I'm going to do a quick bullet list uh, just so that you know. Black Panther, Coco, Disney Plus, Encanto, Frozen, Guardians of the Galaxy, Haunted Mansion, The Lion King, Mickey and Minnie, Moana, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Princess and the Frog, Raya and the Last Dragon, Star Wars, and Toy Story. Plus, there's also um, other topiaries and stuff like that, like Disney Cruise Line. There's an annual pass holder tree. There's a Once Upon a Toy Tree. Um, There's a Town Center tree and a Sphere tree. So this is something that you can go do. It's running through, it started uh, this year, it started on November 11th through December the 30th, but it's something at Disney Springs that's totally free. You can go to Disney Springs, which is free to get into, and it's it's great. You can take some time out of your way and go and take check out all of these trees. Um, there's, I think they're in different locations. Uh, they originally, before COVID, had it set up as like an event, and I went on it or went through it and it was actually a, a real trail and they sold like hot chocolate. They had it in a, in a separate part of Disney Springs over there, kind of where Rainforest Cafe and Goofy's Candy up in that corner, they blocked out a big area 
and did it kind of behind the buildings and went back through there to put all the trees. But I think that they still have these spaced out because of COVID. They just have them um, instead of the trail, which is what it used to be called. It's the Christmas tree stroll now because they're in different parts of Disney Springs. But it's totally worth seeing some of these trees because they are very cool and themed like I just listed in, in all different kind of ways. But some of the ways that the, uh, I guess, you know, maybe Imagineers involved in the decoration of these trees did these trees are very cool. So not only can you add the resort trees, but going to Disney Springs and looking at 20 additional themed Christmas trees that you can, you know, stroll around and look as you're going around Disney Springs. Now, other things at Disney Springs, just to mention, you know, not trying to lump a bunch of stuff in here to cheat, but I really am. But, you know, the strolling piano will be decorated, you know, that they have the, the piano that's kind of goes around on its own picture it like a star wars droid piano they'll have christmas lights on it there's you know garland and christmas lights and just other decor all around disney springs and i really think that disney springs is the most beautiful at night and at christmas time because um they actually make it snow there or they did last year we were there around christmas and just like they do at something else i'll mention in a little bit they had snow machines and at the main entrance where the buses come in and that might be the town center tree it was talking about there was the um magical i'll just say material snow machines that blew snow out at disney springs so just a fun christmas environment is disney springs no it is it's it's good it it uh, it's uh, has a great feeling it's got some great treats um you know Definitely, it's the place to go get some Christmas merch too, because um, Disney Christmas merchandise is excellent. I mean, they have they always have some special things that are unique and they're dated for the year, and um, you know they have a Christmas shop like we talked about. But it, it is it you know the Christmas shops there all the time, so they always have Christmas. That's another good thing. They, even if it's July, they have Christmas in Disney Springs. But it's the whole all of Disney Springs is is decorated. It's it's just amazing. It's great. Um, and you get your shopping in too, and you definitely can go spend some money, um, yep. you know, which is, which is what they want you to do, but, but, uh, it's, it's great and they do a great job and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun in it. Even at night there, it's so lit up so well. It's, um, it's beautiful. I, I got to experience that recently and, and it was, it was great. I got to see all the lights and I, they do, they do a tremendous job. Yep. Absolutely. So that's another one to go check out. What's the, the, next, next, the next thing I really like, and, and this is, um, I've gone twice. I wish I could have. I could have actually possibly gone more, but I, it's been it's hard to get tickets to. I love the Candlelight Processional. I think that mm. is one of the things that they do really well. It is a special, special event. Um, it's it, you know it depends. You know it really does depend who the who the host is. It's that makes it makes or breaks your your uh, your visit. But those those the processionals are amazing. Um, they're so well done. They they really get you in the spirit. Um, I um, I know you can actually get better seats by getting one of the dinner packages or things like that. But either yep. way, that's it's such a small arena. You see, even if you're not even in the arena, you could actually see from outside. So it, it is it's a great you know pretty much the seats are great everywhere there. But they have some amazing amazing hosts sometimes. Um, like for example, they always pretty much Neil Patrick Harris is there every time. They have other ones this year. Like this year, I know they have. Mariska hardest day from uh, Law and Order, which cracks me up that she's that she's there. I mean, I mean that that's it's very interesting that she's there, but that's cool. They got Marie Osmond, um, Josh Gad, Josh Gad is a great a Disney one. Um, Isabella Isabella Rosalini, which is another interesting one. Gloria Estefan is coming, so that's got to be pretty cool. And she, you know, she's a big Disney person. Um, Angela Bassett's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cheetah Rivera, which uh, that's another cool one. So there's some really good ones. Um, Damon yep. John, there's some, there's some good ones. And, and I think that's cool. They, they had, you know, in the past they've had, I actually got to see Neil Patrick Harris one time. So, and I also saw, I'm, I'm drawing a blank what his name is too. The guy, the guy who used to, um, do the, the opening for uh, mission space, but, um, like, so I, it's, it's cool. It's, it's worthwhile, but it really, when I talk about getting you in the spirit, you go to that. You're going to be humming the Christmas songs and the Christmas tunes, and you're just going to feel really good afterwards. And it, it just adds to what um, 
you know, the, the atmosphere and the, and the season. So definitely if you have a chance, you have to reach out and you have to go get a, make a reservation for it. And they, they go fast, but you, ne- you never know there's cancellation sometimes. And every once in a while you might find somebody that, that has an extra, extra pass or something. So um, don't ever give up, but it is really cool. And it is something that will, will just make you enjoy the holidays even more. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and lead into my next one because that was included in, in mine because I want to talk about that one a little bit too with my next one on my list, which is um, I'm going to ask a question and answer my own question. Can I cheat? Yes. So I, the next one on my list is the whole park of Epcot. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm cheating, but that's okay. No, that's a good one. Because the no, Candlelight Processional yeah. is definitely um, important and it's included in my list, uh, actually something you mentioned, Brian, it is incredibly hard to get dining packages and essentially just as a little learning tidbit for y'all uh, who may not know, a dining package for something like the Candlelight Processional, all it does is it ensures you have a seat. So you may can go to a breakfast or a lunch or even a dinner at a table service restaurant and then have a guaranteed seat for uh, the candlelight processional. For example, say you, you go in, and this is something you can book. They are a bookable package. Go on to my Disney experience and you go to, um, maybe, I don't know. Let's pick the Let Maybe you pick that and you're picking lunch or you pick, um, the garden grill for breakfast or whatever is able to be chosen. And at that breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you go to, you're giving a guaranteed admission slot for reserve seating for whatever showtime they give you for the evening. Now, something new that they're doing, because packages are so hard to come by for table service restaurants, they are now offering candlelight processional dining packages at two quick service restaurants, both Regal Eagle and Spice Road Table. So it is come uh, first come, first serve basis, and you will be given pretty much whatever is first come, first serve. So if the first candlelight processional is sold out by the time you get to like Regal Eagle, for instance, you'll be given the next time or the next time until they sell out. But it's a pretty good deal, Brian. Like we're going to hopefully try to do it. Hint, hint. I just dropped a hint there that someone may be going soon. Um, but like Regal Eagle, I think it's thirty nine ninety nine a person and you get a drink, an entree, a dessert, and a guaranteed seat at the processional. So I like for 40 bucks, I mean, you're already spending, if you got a drink, an entree, and a dessert, you're probably already spending close to 30 bucks there. So for an extra $10, you get a reserved seat at the, Oh, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, so I did, think it's worth yeah. it for sure. Yeah. We did um, it with a, we did yeah. it with a package with uh La Salier. That's exactly what you said. So yeah. That was, that was, that was, to me, it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're offering that now uh, so that you can, you don't have to actually book something. You can go day of and try to get additional ones at those two quick service locations. So that is awesome. But, Secondly, I was going to say just holiday snacks. That was going to be on my list, but let's be honest. The best ones are always going to be at the Festival of the Holidays, which is at Epcot. There are amazing things. Spoonies, just go and look it up, and I'll try to uh, post that link in the group, which I hope you all enjoyed our poll that we put in the group. So that those polls are still active if you want to go check it out, and I'll um, discuss the, the group at the end of the show. But the Festival of the Holidays menu this year is chef's kiss i mean there are some amazing looking items on there and uh i may or may not be planning to stuff my face if we're going to be going to this event but it is always great there's always tons of holiday snacks and epcot to me i think we didn't really talk a lot about parks at christmas hollywood studios is really pretty at Christmas because it's just classic decor to me. Um, one of our friends, Scott Ferrioli of the show, who is uh, a part of Buy and Sell DVC, he posted that his favorite park for decor is Hollywood Studios. And I get it. It's pretty. I mean, the entrance, it just gives off that classic vibe with the music and and just the, the feel of it, right? Gives it that kind of roaring 20s feel around Christmas or whatever. But um, Epcot is just pretty to me. Something about Epcot, the World Showcase, and the Candlelight Processional, and just the feeling that's there with the festival. That is why Epcot was one of my must-dos for the holiday for particularly those two reasons. But also, you know, you can meet Santa. I think that he's meeting at the Odyssey, too, um, as well. And uh, anyways, 
Epcot. I'm not, no well, need to continue rambling about it, but that's one no, of my No, 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 because I, I actually was going to – I had little pieces of Epcot in mind because some of the European countries more than others really go all out, like Germany, England. They they definitely go yes. – that, That's they're big there, right? So they, they – right. you know, they, they'll go into – It'll be. It'll just be crazy. They'll have, they'll have some crazy decorations. They'll have some really cool things. Um, you you know, France too. France has some you know big Christmas stuff. So they're all they're oh, yeah. all big. Yeah. They celebrate Italy. They celebrate Christmas very well. So you you go see. Go check those out. Go check out the stores. Go check what's inside in Norway. Go check it out. And you might even see you might even see Krampus in some of those places, right? And <laughs> and that is that is uh, it, it is it is amazing. They totally go all out. Um, it, those are, those are big, big European holidays. It's a, it's a, you know, Christmas is a big European holiday. So if you go in the European countries there, you're going to see, and the treats, like Evan said, the treats, Germany, they bring out some extra stuff. Now, not that they don't always have great stuff in the German in treats in Germany. They bring out extra stuff at Christmas, England. Yep, yep. There's some, there's some cool things. Even the tea, they have a special, there's a special, uh, I know there's special, um, blends of Christmas tea. So go check those things out. Um, you know, besides besides all that, you're, you're going to see you, you'll see the um, there's Christmas beers, there's there's Christmas drinks all over the place. Go check those things out. You you will see them, and and they'll be there. So that, go out of your way to do that because yeah, he said like he said, Epcot for some reason they do Christmas well. I used to always think that Hollywood Studios did Christmas the best when they had Osborne Lights. I mean that was that blew away anything else that we had. Um, and now it's still pretty good. It's still great, and I and I agree with Scott. It is good, um, but I kind of think right now I'm giving the edge. I'm giving the edge to Epcot on Christmas, and people are going to say, "What? You're not talking about Magic Kingdom?" Oh, Magic Kingdom does it great too, but Epcot is just gives you more flair and variety, and you and you just, um, it's just worth going to see because you you're gonna you'll never see that variety anyplace else. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So Epcot and just in general was on my list. So. What's your next one? Okay, so my next one is it's 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 pretty you know it's I I want to I want to say that there's some great um lights like so it's a combination of senses so here the way I, it's hard this is a hard one to I, I was trying to figure out like how do I explain this but to me what's cool about Christmas in the parks is how it hits the five senses. And Disney, Disney does something to make, you know, with the lights, I mean, the lights are all over. So I, you know, go, if you go, if you have a chance to go, um, in the, in the, in the balloon in Disney Springs at night, you are going to see one of the most incredible things you've ever seen. Cause you'll see all the lights and all the parks and all the resorts. And it is just amazing how, how well it is, how well it's done. So then you, you, then you kind of think. I wonder how much they spend on light bulbs mm-hmm. and electricity during this time. The colors, the colors are—they have Christmas colors. They have changes color. Everything's different. The smells—they have smells. Um, they, you know, obviously they 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 promote smells. They they push out smells in different areas. You smell whether it's it's pine or it's um, you know, any all these Christmas smells all mm-hmm. over the place. Um, cinnamon. Um, all those, it's all those things. You'll smell them all, you know, hot chocolate, which is another, uh, one of my, you know, one of the best things that you can pretty much every resort sells different versions of hot chocolate during this time. Music, Christmas music, you know, background music, entertainment, people playing stuff, um, it all over the place. So pretty much all your five senses are hit and it's wherever you go. You know, you go to a resort, there's background music. You go, you go to a park, you hit the music, you see the lights, you see the smells. Um, you don't have to do anything and you'll hit all five senses. And, and that's why to me, it's, it's not like a thing. It's a lot of things and it's, but you'll see it in every place. And one of the things you have to realize is, Hey, let me take a second. And just soak this in because I don't want to go run into my, you know, don't go barnstorming to a ride without soaking it in. This is the time of year that you have to look at this stuff and you, and you want it, you want to actually visualize it and take an extra couple seconds and enjoy that because you're, first of all, you're paying a lot of money 
You're not paying money to go run to a ride and, and wait in line. You're paying the money to see the design, to see the magic, to see all these things that the Imagineers have done. And they go all out, folks, and they and they hit all your senses, and they're all there. And you just take that ex- and say, hey, what's different from when I come in July? And then you're going to realize it's a lot. And, you, and it's more than you think. And I really, I applaud them. And people say sometimes that, hey, the magic's not there anymore, and this and that, on, on, on. Okay, go during this time of year and go, and you tell me that there's no magic. There is. Yeah. That's a great one, Brian. I mean, you're exactly right. So that, that kind of encompasses the whole theme of what the podcast or what we even do is about. But yeah, you're right. So there is magic, and around Christmas, there's doubly the magic. Uh, I think you're right with the senses thing. There is the sights and the sounds or the, you know, they say that, you know, uh, the, the sense of smell is one of the strongest, you know, memory inducing senses, right? Um, taste is up there too, but smells and sights and sounds just all combined together are just different at Christmas. The feeling is different at Christmas. You're seeing these different things. There's different stuff going on it does feel like an extra layer of magic. And Disney, we know, is great all all year round, but the senses are heightened around the holidays just because, I mean, gosh, you know, we talked about Halloween at the parks too, but then the, the immediate transformation to Christmas, it's just a lot going on there, but it's not bad. It's good stuff. I mean, it's it's the, you know, the experience of what you want, I'll put it this way, especially around where I live, you know, there's always families looking for, for places to take their kids to see Christmas lights, right? All the time, you know, does this town have it? Does this town have this set up or whatever? So in, in some areas around here are good as Brian, I'm sure the places are around. Oh yeah. You're good and stuff like that to go see lights. But you know, you just, you just know that when you go to Disney, you're going to get the cream of the crop. You're going to get the best experience, both with your sight and with your ears, with your taste, with your smell. And it's just going to be, you know, really the, I guess that's the way to describe it. The best of, of what you could experience. So I like that adding the senses onto the list. That's a, that's a good one. So what's your next one? All right. I don't know. There's a, this next one will kind of merge my one after that, but not really because I think it's enough to be separate. But I'm going to go with ride overlays. So we had an announcement, you know, that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is getting an overlay for Christmas. And uh, which, by the way, Brian and Spoonies, if you have not seen the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney Plus, it's really good. Yeah, it's very it's good. Very, it's, it's, exact, it's actually excellent, I think. Okay, you saw it. Okay, good. It's, uh, it's, it's quirky. It's short. It's... Um, it's kind of ridiculous, which is why I like it. It's very Guardians of the Galaxy, which is good. And there's some original music that's going to be in play with the Guardians of the Galaxy ride overlay from the holiday uh, special and kind of translated into the ride itself. So the songs are going to change and you'll have a different experience there. We know that living with the land is beautiful too around the holidays. You can go in the daytime, but I recommend going at nighttime and seeing all of the, I mean, it's like you're taking a boat ride through winter wonderland. Yeah, I mean, it's, they it's have great. They do such a yeah, good job there too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lights, uh, ornaments, just topiaries, just all kind of stuff through living with the land. So definitely go to living with the land. I mean, there are, there's a lot of different ride overlays, right? There's jingle cruise. There's all kinds Disney definitely helps transform their rides during this time of the year. So that's the next one on my list is ride overlays, because I think it's important. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a terrific one. I actually had that on my list too. Um, there, another thing I, I do want to say is um, I've said this before, and, and it's something that go check out at night. If you're on the boardwalk area, go into the walkway oh, between one. the dolphin and the swan. There's, there's this musical, the way they set up the music and the trees, and uh, it's just really cool. And you just got to sit there and wait, and and watch it happen. And you you know don't don't make a lot of noise. Um, people don't even realize it sometimes, and then all of a sudden they notice it, and it's just so cool. And the fact that they spend the time to do that and coordinate all that is amazing. And that's just one piece of, you know, the puzzle of all the different things, and, and it's it's unique. 
and and another another interesting thing in the in the swan they have um i'm not this yeah the swan they have uh christmas trees in the revolving doors and i just like what is that and it's it, how do they stick that in there i don't know but it's you know every resort i i know i said resorts already but i just want to say that even outside the resorts you're going to see some neat things and um, so spe- take the time to do that um it, it is it is wonderful but that's one if i you know one one little hidden gem that i think that a lot of people don't even know it's there because it's, it's kind of a little off the beaten path but go see that Go to that path and check that out because it's cool. If it's it's got to be at night, it's got to be dark, um, and you want you probably don't want a whole lot of people around. And but it is it is great. And then you might sit there for a long time watching it because it it changes and it goes back and forth. So that's one of my favorite favorite things about Christmas there. So yeah, before um, you go on to list your next one, I want to mention because you mentioned Swan and Dolphin, and if you're staying at the uh, the Crescent Lake area, Boardwalk Beach Club, Yacht Club, or staying at the Swan and Dolphin themselves. Definitely check out the Swan and Dolphins, uh, you know, obviously this year, next year, whenever you're going and their event schedule. I just got an email today from um, the cast of the the uh, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, and they hold events there. So it just says you're invited to join Mrs. Claus and her special elf candy cane on select nights in their special Santa's holiday hangout by the Swan Pool as they wait for Santa to arrive. Join us for cookie decorating and an elf story time. And there's select different dates that last from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So you can always check their website for stuff too. But just if if you're staying in there and you say you're on an off night, say you're at the boardwalk or something, you're on an off night and you're not going to a park or something and you want to go do something that the Swan or Dolphin has to offer, they're offering it. So just throwing that in there to, to definitely check out those resorts too. Yeah, oh, definitely. So... so I have a question for you. Uh, This is, you know, what's funny is characters. So, so the character, you'll see the characters. If you go to a character meal, you see the characters in the parks, they will have Christmas or holiday garb on. They will do that. So you get some more unique pictures than normal. But one thing I want to say is um, as much as, you know, Disney does Christmas, there really isn't a, isn't an iconic Disney Christmas character per se in my opinion in my it's only my opinion like obviously um you know you get Mickey, scrooge Mickey, mcduck Mickey, scrooge mcduck well, scrooge mcduck yeah he but he's but not he's, I don't know, but like, yeah. iconic you know no he's yeah. not a con he's a great character but he's not okay right he's not a you know like he's not ebenezer scrooge it's a it's different he's right but, right but i have to say like you know we have olaf but olaf doesn't really trump frosty and you know, Mickey in a Christmas outfit is not the same as Santa. Yeah, and you Olaf's know. not a not a Christmas character. He's just no, a per se. He's snowman. Frozen. He's a snowman, right? Yeah. He's a snowman. Now it's cool at Christmas to see him because he's probably one of the closest you get to a Christmas carry. Maybe you know, right. Anna and Elsa yeah. going to see them at Christmas is probably cool because they're always pretty much always in in Christmas clothes. What about Figment in his in his Christmas sweater? <laughs> there you go. There you go. And and you know, so they don't have some of those no, iconics. We don't, no. You know, Santa and Rudolph and. Mr. Hank, even they don't have anything like that. Any of these iconic characters. <laughs> so um, that is that is interesting. But so I, I was I, I was wondering. So here's a couple of questions I have for you. Um, at the Hall of Presidents, they don't they don't they don't dress them up as you know with with Santa hats on and stuff. Or, but they do. <laughs> if you go to the Carousel of Progress, every once in a while yes. they'll have the guy with the with the Santa hat on. But they don't they don't do it. They don't take like Millard Fillmore and they put a. They put a Christmas hat on them or something um, to make it a little bit more fun at the, at the hall of presidents. They don't make it. They don't do, there's not, that doesn't work for an overlay. Um, but, but here's another interesting one in Pandora. Do they, do they have a Christmas overlay? And that's just kind of weird because on the planet of the Pandora, would they be celebrating Christmas? I don't know. Right. I don't know. And you guys, feel, you know, Spoonies, please comment on this because I don't know if they do. I don't think on the planet of Pandora, those, 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 the, uh, you know, the Navi um, actually celebrate Christmas. Um, I don't know about Batu either. Um, do, do the inhabitants of Batu celebrate Christmas? I don't know. It probably just depends on what, what is the native creature for that, you know, depending right. who's there, if they're human based, I don't know, but do they celebrate Christmas there? Um, or is that something that doesn't make any sense? And I know, the Imagineers probably argue about this stuff because they're not sure. Um, and and that so that's, funny. that's the only two that I think, you know, obviously besides a, a, a country at, 
in Epcot that doesn't doesn't follow Christmas, which I don't think there are any, but maybe um, maybe not in in, in in to that extent. But um, it is interesting to me is like, what do you do in that case there? What if you go, you know, you, you're at Batu? Do they when you cross the lines into Batu? Does the Christmas feel all go away right immediately? Like whoop, it's gone. Um, you know, because they don't have they have blue milk and green milk, but they don't they don't have like peppermint milk um, or anything like that. And I don't think they have they don't have like Chewbacca with a Christmas hat on. So I just yeah. it is interesting to me. I just don't know. I don't I don't have the answer to that because I just never I just thought about that. And I didn't even think to look the last time I was there. So anybody who's there now, let me know. Let us know if they are they they do you know if you go on the navi river ride are there are there did they put some christmas christmas elements in there i don't know that um so that's that's an interesting yeah movement. that's a good one but uh, you know i think they need to to for for the hall of presidents they need to put like do an ugly sweater christmas contest well, that would right? be hilarious put it on i could see like reagan wearing one. i could see reagan wearing one because there are some presidents that would actually let you see them in a sweater and stuff. Not every president right. did, but some of them would. Yeah, I could see like some of them wearing, you know, the Bushes probably would and Obama would. They probably all would wear sweaters that, you know, that um that's an interesting one too. Or or even to have like a Hawaiian shirt day. Like all the presidents all the presidents <laughs> wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah, do an ugly sweater Christmas overlay for the Hall of Presidents and have guest vote. Open it up like the middle of November till the end of December and have a running vote on like my Disney experience. Open up a poll. You can go to a section and vote for your favorite president with their ugly Christmas sweater on. How this would be fantastic. And every year, you know, maybe have the cast members design the, the sweaters, right? So every year there could be a winner that's chosen by the guests at the end of the period. That would be so much fun. It and I think it would, it would ruin a little bit of the. Uh... No, but it would it would make the ride more popular too, because you know, because like you know, there are people like again. I always go to the Hall of Presidents, and um, and again, last last trip, um, Mike McKee and I, Mike McGee and I got went there, and we sat right up front, and we saw like that. That's another treat, guys. You go to Hall of President, go in the front row, and you might you might you might say why. I'm telling you, you the animatronics even look better than they. They're great, and they even look better when you're up close. But yeah. ha- imagine seeing them with Hawaiian shirts or, or Christmas sweaters on. It would be packed. It would be standing room only every every episode. So that 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 would be great to see. Um, that yeah, I, I think that would be something. It's just to me, it's just. I think we need to get more something iconic, some character in 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 Disney that is Christmas um, because mm-hmm. we just don't have one. Wait, but or also, do they have Santa and Christmas? I I don't. I mean, in 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 Disney. I don't even know. Yes. Is there a, is there a Santa walking around? Um, not walking around, but there is a Santa that is present at the last thing on my list. Okay, okay. Well, then let let, let, let go. I'm sorry, I did. Go. Let's go on to that. So, Evan, now tell us about this, uh, the existence of of Santa in Disney. So let's not forget the last thing on my list, which is Mickey's very merry Christmas party. There you go. So. At this event, you can see my, uh, you know, the, I, I, when I was thinking about this, the three S's, snow. So you can, it actually snows, folks, on Main Street in Walt Disney World in Orlando. It is a very cool experience. If you've not done the Christmas party, it's enough to see it just to take pictures and experience it. It's not, um, they actually use a, a soap sud kind of material. So it's not like something that's going to like, get in your hair and stay all over your clothes or stuff like that. So it's dissolvable and it is really pretty. Um, the second S is snacks. So when you, when you buy a ticket to Mickey's very Merry Christmas party, which is just like the Halloween party, you can get in at four o'clock. If I'm not mistaken, you do not have to have a theme park reservation or a ticket to magic kingdom. You can get in at four. The party starts at seven and the last S is Santa, and you can see Santa, and he comes by on his sleigh. They have an amazing Christmas parade that you can see Santa. Now, uh, you can also, like I said earlier, Santa is meeting at the Odyssey building at Epcot. So they do an actual meet and greet with Santa there. And those are, I think, are the only two places under. They may do a Disney Springs one, actually, but I'm not quite sure on that. Do they have but, Cornelius at all? I don't know. 
Uh, you threw me off on that one. <laughs> Come they on. They have UConn potatoes. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Come on. <laughs> Any Whoville. Um, so, yeah. Snacks, right? So when you purchase your ticket, you get... It's not like the Halloween party. You just get candy. They do snacks here. You can do like pretzels or drinks or stuff like that. So there's different snacks that they give out for free at the Christmas party. But I also wanted to tie this in with my last one, which is ride overlays, because this year at the Christmas party, they do special ride overlays, including they have uh, four that they announced this year. Of course, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor does different things for Halloween, but also for Christmas as well. The Tomorrowland Speedway, they're Christmasifying that in a way. They're adding, I think, Christmas trees, some decoration, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think the Mad Tea Party is going to become like a christmas party instead and then space mountain they're going to do holiday lighting and christmas music so this oh, that's so cool. these things yeah these things occur during the christmas party that you can go to just like there's different and cool ride overlays during the halloween party so definitely check out mickey's very merry christmas party we've definitely talked about this before too that we believe that the halloween party is better overall than the Christmas party, but that doesn't mean that we think the Christmas party is bad. I think it is great. Emily and I went and we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. To me, there's a lot of stuff to do still. Uh, there's not just the ride overlays, but the snacks that are free, the parades, snowing on Main Street. It's definitely worth going to, in my opinion. So that's the last official one on my list. I do have an honorable mention here in a second, but that's the last official one. I say Vic- Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Go to it. So the last thing on my list was the parades. The parades are all Christmas related. Yeah. Um, it is it is cool because it's different versions of the parades a little bit. There's there, and that's where I'll, you'll definitely see Santa. But I, I will tell you, one of the things that I noticed when I was when we were there for the holidays that Christmas Eve was pretty empty to the point where I remember Christmas Eve like. Two hours before closing in Magic Kingdom, um, my one of my daughters and I, Mackenzie and I, were sitting on, on the on the um, curb in front of the Christmas tree, and there was like no one around, um, <laughs> that, which was crazy. Then the next morning, I went back on Christmas morning because the park opened extra early that day because they were filming something. They were filming part of the parade, so I wanted to see the parade. My family did not want to go, um, so I got up, I went, and at six o'clock in the morning, Evan. The, the line was out almost to the water. It was crazy. And wow. um, I got, finally got in. And by, I don't know, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, they closed down the park. No one else could get in. Main Street was just packed. You couldn't even move. It was just, it was actually unsafe to a point. The parade started. I could hardly see anything. Um, it was just, it was bedlam. But it was cool because you were there on Christmas morning in, in Magic Kingdom. And how, how great is that? I mean, could could you ever, you know, is it is it even a, a cooler thing in the world to be there that early in the morning with all these people um, celebrating Christmas? But then I went back to the hotel. We were at we were staying at Bay Lake uh, Tower that day that time. So walked back to the hotel and I told my family, let's not, you know, forget it. We're not we're, you're, you're not going back. It's closed now. Once I left, I, w- I knew I wouldn't get back in. Um so we ended up going to Animal Kingdom that morning, and it was we pretty much had the park to ourselves because no one goes to Animal Kingdom on Christmas morning. So I just want to let you know that is you know there's a, there's a hint. Um, stay away if you are there. You know during the holidays at Christmas, there's nothing cooler than being in Magic Kingdom on you know I had I had the luxury of being in Magic Kingdom on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, which to me was you know mind-breaking and 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 a, and a you know must-have thing to do it i'm so glad i did it but um christmas morning i could do without christmas eve it's it's the place to be and, and I, I could see my theory is christmas eve a lot of people just especially the locals they all go home to be with their families and do that and then christmas morning everybody wants to go and, and see the parade being filmed so they they go there early purposely and then they go back home they go back home at lunchtime usually so you know i from the rest of the day it wasn't as bad from what i hear but um yeah. The morning is just bedlam there, um, but it is so cool. And it, it, it's, you know, you, you think about if you talk about things that a, a must have Disney thing to do for a, a Disney, Disney file like us, 
um, is to spend a holiday in the parks and especially of all the places on main street in magic. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's where else, you know, in, in, could you ever think to be on Christmas main street, magic kingdom, you know, either Disneyland or Disney world doesn't matter either one, but that's gotta be the place, you know, any place in the United States to be, that's the place. That's a good one. I mean, the parades are special and you're right. So that's a, that's a good tip. You know, of course I've not been there on Christmas, Christmas Eve, but I would, I would think that to be definitely true that, you know, I'm sure that Santa visits some folks um, at Disney. So that's probably why some people want to get back. And sometimes uh, Santa may not be able to. And they visit visit folks whenever yeah. they get back home, you know, to their own houses. Santa visited my kids. They, they, uh, they did. Santa there did. you go. So, I mean, that's probably why, you know, Christmas Eve can get a little bit slimmer some places. But Christmas morning, everybody wants to get up and, you know, head to the parks and stuff. So that, that definitely makes logistical sense. But, no, that was a good one for the list. So. All right, my honorable mention is a quiz. It's a quiz question, Brian, to see if you know the answer, and then um, I'll share it. So, what is one place you can go to on Disney property where the guests rule the show? You can see a parade put on by guests, and you can check out guest decor. Oh, you're right. I totally forgot this one. Fort Wilderness. That's right. They so have Fort an amazing. Wilderness. Oh, I should. Oh, you got me on that one. I forgot. That's an amazing one. Great. Good so, thing you remembered it. Yeah, Fort Wilderness is a great honorable mention. So this is something that guests, yes, you can go all out for. You know, not just RVs, but just tents or whatever. You can rent golf carts. People bring their own golf carts. They do two different things. One is they decorate to the nines. So this is a great. Resort. Say you make a reservation at Trails Inn or Hoop to Do Review, or you know take a boat over there. Or some way get to Fort Wilderness in the evening time. You can rent a golf cart and go around and just check out all of the amazing Christmas decorations that guests bring for their RVs, their campsites, all that kind of stuff. They truly go all out. If you don't believe me, Google Fort Wilderness at Christmas. Go to YouTube. Look at Fort Wilderness at Christmas. It's amazing. They also do. Um, Christmas golf cart parades. They'll decorate the golf carts in different things, and they'll do parades. Yes, yeah, and it's it is truly cool. I can't believe I forgot that. I'm just killing. I'm kicking myself right now. They also do carriage rides at um, a couple different resorts, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And this, you talked about this last time. Yes, yeah. Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. Um, I think Port Orleans, French Quarter. Port Orleans definitely. Port Orleans definitely does a nice. It could be um, maybe Saratoga does too. Um, yeah, a yeah. couple of them do. A couple of them do. But so this is a great Christmas uh, campground. One of one of my coworkers actually said he's going to spend some time in January at uh, Fort Wilderness, and we were talking about missing the holidays and and uh, even still some of the cool stuff that is to do at Fort Wilderness. I think one day, Brian, we just need to t- do an episode on Fort Wilderness because I think it's a sleeper. Uh, for a lot of people that don't really know a lot about Fort Wilderness and all that you really can do there. Oh, and I think it's, it's one of my it's, favorites. It's, um, yeah. And it's one of my favorites and it's, uh, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, that was a good but one. Anyways, I had to throw that one in because no, it is definitely I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say something like the Moroccans men bathroom or the Rapunzel bathroom. And <laughs> people are going there. People who have, you know, you have fiber in their diets are going there to see if Mr. Henke was there, but that, that's not, that's not a Disney. That thing, was not so the direction yeah, I was, it was leaning. Not the direction you were leaning. So that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. No, four wilderness folks. Actually, between if you are staying in either Fort Wilderness or Wilderness Lodge, you're in you're in Christmas Central, in my opinion, because you have two of the best resorts for the holidays. They do it yeah, really, really place. well because because they, they don't really have anything else to compete with right there. So they just go all out, and they don't get as much foot traffic. So they can actually do more, you know, more more uh, exciting things. Like I think the Polynesian does a good job. But mm-hmm. again, we've said this before. There's a lot of foot traffic in the Polynesian. Yeah, you, you right. only have limitations to a certain point. Wilderness Lodge kind of taints their whole lobby and says, "Hey, guess what? You're not walking this way anymore because we have this gigantic tree here. You got to walk yeah. around." And um, rightly so. It's just amazing how how that that's so great. And again, also, Animal Kingdom has a great tree too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you they don't. They have a great tree. Oh yeah. And their their lobby is pretty awesome too. We we, yeah, we yeah. bring that up, but they're they're good now. They don't dress up the animals, right? You you don't see the giraffes with like uh, a Santa outfit on. I thought in the Living Seas they don't. I don't know who that guy is who puts the uh, 
the the elf outfit on the shark, but I wouldn't want to be him. Um, but they uh, no, they but they do put a they do they do put a wreath in the bottom of the tank. I know I remember that. So, but yeah, yes, I remember that. They, too, they, yeah. they don't, but they don't. Uh, they don't. Yeah, they don't dress up the animals, um, which which would be fun. But I don't think that would be a fun job. They have to try to put like a you know, a Santa hat on a rhinoceros or anything like that. That wouldn't be good, or a, or a crocodile. Um, but that's a uh, that's a thing. Yeah, you know, maybe down the road they'll do that. But you know, maybe the animal. Oh wait. In the Jingle Cruise, there's one on the animatronic animals. Yes, there are. They do have some yes. Santa stuff on the animatronic That's right. animals. That's, That's right. It. So that is that is true. So it's not the real ones, and, and, and maybe the kids might see that and think that it's going to be an animal kingdom, but no. On, on the uh, safari, you do not see animals with Christmas attire on. But that's oh, it. Brian. I think, I think we're going I think we're totally going off base here. You and your tomfoolery. <laughs> tomfoolery. So anyways, uh closing thoughts, Brian. I think Disney at Christmas, we've sold it. We've definitely sold it. It's a must do. Yes. Um and and yeah, they don't they don't take the deer and the antelope and they put red noses on them either too, right? They don't do that. Oh my gosh. That would be so All right. cool. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I ha I'm going off on that total tangent, no, but I'm trying kidding. to get more Disney icon, like Christmas iconic characters, like it would be good to have reindeer and like you know have the reindeer and get them dressed up and um, but then you know who knows maybe they'll, they accidentally go where the lions are and then it's a problem. So yeah, I don't, I I think we shouldn't do that. So I'm just. Uh, well, Brian's going to campaign for a <laughs> Disney, well specific icon I Christmas. I, character. I went to a park in Indianapolis on time called um christmas uh christmas land or santa land or something like that <clears throat> it was an entire park of christmas but it was all year round it was just all year round and it was an amusement park it was pretty cool it was a pretty cool place um but i still say i still say that dizzy does does christmas better than than, than that place and that and that, they're if somebody's listening from there now they're gonna probably try to go you know attack me but i still say <laughs> Disney does better does it does it better than that so so, uh, you know, for some reason, Brian, I don't know why you don't understand that Brian Richardson, our buddy, created us a Spoonie 2.0. He can be the Christmas icon. There you go. We just need to put a, we just need to put a Santa hat on him. We have to just he can be the, the Christmas icon for Disney that we've all we, been we wanting. We just have to get one of the characters to hold him all the time and walk around the park, and that would be it. Absolutely. And I'm going to use this next to time, segue. Yeah, wait. Next time I can go, Evan, and I'll bring some crazy glue. And I'll and I'll ask like Mickey to hold the hold the Spoonie with the crazy glue <laughs> stuck stuck in his hand, and he'll have it all day taking pictures with thousands of people. I mean, how great would that oh be? Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, Spoonie. So we're ten minutes overdue on this episode. Um, thank you so much for for tuning in. As always, we do appreciate you and listening to our shenanigans. You do make the show. I mean, this is why we do this. We have fun. We have a good time because we love you we do this for you it's a hobby for us but we enjoy the community that that you've rallied around and created for us the the best way to hop in this community and experience the capital t tomfoolery at its source is going to be our facebook group and that is a spoonful of podcast spoonie nation uh, you heard me mention earlier that i just posted a few different polls about um, our flagship episode that released recently um, before the episode with Derek, if you want to go check that one out too, last week's that make sure to do it. That was awesome. We talked about Andor, but anything um, show related, we posted first in the Spoonful of Podcast uh, Spoonie Nation Facebook group. So go join it and join in on the conversation. We're also on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We can be reached by email info at a spoonful of podcast.com. You can um, tell us how, what you think whether it's the Hall of Presidents or the, the animals on the Kilimanjaro safaris need to have Christmas overlays. You can send it right to our inbox, info at a spoonful of podcast.com and I'll forward them straight to Brian. Okay. But <laughs> anyways, uh, lastly, and most important to help grow the community, we you know never ask for any sort of donations or anything at this point in our show. Um, it is just fueled by our love for Disney and for our community. But we do ask that you rate, review, share on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So, as always, broadcasting from the backside of Jingle Cruise waters. Until next time, we'll see you then.
Take care, everybody. And Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.